0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So we're starting at the new tractate of Eruvin. Although I hesitate to say that it's a new tractate, because in fact the Mishnah of Eruvin runs directly on from the Mishnah of Shabbat, almost as if it's an extension to the Mishnah of Shabbat, and it deals with issues of carrying. We saw already that the first 12 chapters of the Mishnah of Shabbat are focused on carrying. We're gonna come back to carrying right through the Mishnah of Eruvin. I hope we'll learn one Mishnah today. We'll start very gently. But in order to learn that Mishnah, we need to learn some terminology. So I hope you'll excuse me if I begin just by talking a little bit about terminology and about life in the Mishnah. And life in the Mishnah revolved around the courtyard. There were houses. People had their own houses, but the house would give on to the courtyard. And in terms of carrying, in terms of Hilchot Shabbat, a house was considered a private domain, but a a courtyard was also considered a private domain. And the Mishnah will speak about an alley. An alley in Hebrew is a mabui. A mabui is an alley, and that is also considered a private domain. And I've brought you here a diagram of four courtyards. Each courtyard has five houses giving onto it, and these four courtyards are giving onto an alley. And then the alley may give on at one end or the other end or perhaps both ends. It might be shut at three sides, or it might be only shut at two sides. We'll get into that as we learn the Mishnah. The private alley will give onto the street, and the street is the public domain. In fact, I brought you a a picture. Um, Here's a picture of an alley which I photographed in Marrakesh just a couple of days for you. You can see, of course, that it's shut at one end, and it's open at the other end, and then there's a gate at one end. And the, the the Rambam begins in the Mishneh Torah. Before we start with the Mishneh Torah, just in order to understand the concepts, and then we can move on to the Mishnah. He begins by saying, um, "According to Torah, to when there are several neighbors." each in a courtyard but each in his private home they can all carry within the, the courtyard from their homes to the courtyard from the courtyard to the homes just in other words just as we've seen the diagram above we can carry backwards and forwards from the from the courtyard into the homes and the same law applies to an alley <speaking in Hebrew> Sheyesh lolechi applies to an alley that has a pole or a beam. lo lechi or kura alechi is a pole, and a a kura is a beam. And if this alley has got a pole or a beam, we're going to learn about poles and beams. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about poles and beams. If the alley has a pole or a beam, all the inhabitants of the alley are permitted to carry right the way through it. And for that matter, from, from, so that they can carry right through the alley, and for that matter, from the courtyard into the alley and backwards and forwards, And then the Rambam concludes, mm-hmm. And the same applies to a city that's surrounded by a wall providing its ten hand, breadth, ten tefachim high, and has gates which are locked at night. So this alley, this alley is a bit like a city surrounded by a wall we can carry within it. And here I brought you a picture. I, brought, I, saw, I photographed this alley in Marrakesh, but I, I, I superimposed on it captions to show you what the Rambam is talking about when he talks about a pole. That's a lechi or a beam. A beam, look, here's the the arrow pointing to the beam, runs across the top of the alleyway. So you know when you're walking in and out of the alleyway. And the pole, the lechi, is stuck at the side of the alleyway. It's kind of a marker, again, to show you whether you're coming in or out of the alleyway. So we need to understand what an alleyway is, and what a beam is, and what a pole is. And once we've got that in, and that's why I put the photograph of this in the source sheet. And once we've got that in our head, we can then understand the first Mishnah. So, um, the first Mishnah. Mavoi shehu gvo'a esrim amah. Yuma'et. An alley that is more than 20 cubits high should be lowered. And Rabbi Judah says, This is not necessary. And we're talking, by the way, about the beam. We're not talking about the alley. Well, This will become clear from context in just a minute. We're talking about how high the beam is. Whether this beam at the top of the entrance to the alley is more than 20 amot high. And this Mishnah should remind us of something. It should remind us of a Mish- the first, we're in the first Mishnah of Eruvin. but it should remind us of the first Mishnah in Sukkah, which says, Sukkah, esrim amap a Sukkah that is more than 20 cubits high is pasul, is not a Sukkah. And just as in our Mishnah, where Rabbi Huda disagrees... In this Mishnah as well, Rabbi Judah will disagree. Rabbi Judah Machshir. Rabbi Judah says it's Kasher And the Gemara in the in explaining that Mishnah of Sukkah says, Gosh. If the Sukkah is more than twenty cubits high, you're not aware that you're sitting in a Sukkah. Or at least that is one of the three explanations. the Gemara brings there that if the sukkah is more than 20 yamot high you're not aware that you're sitting in it and the Gemara brings exactly this, this explanation for our Ali that if the beam if this beam is is let's find the beam here again if this beam is lower than 20 yamot you won't be aware that it is there and we need to be aware of the beam when we're coming in and out of the alley. We need to be aware that it's an alley. Otherwise, we haven't, f- we haven't done anything to remind the killer as to what the different boundaries are. And Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah says, It doesn't have to be like this. Rabbi Yudah seems to think that the beam constitutes a physical boundary rather than a psychological boundary so for rabbi Yudah, it doesn't make any difference what the height of the beam is because for him it's a physical barrier but uh, and the, the halakha does not go according to rabbi Yehuda, by the way but for the the halakha goes according to the first opinion which seems to say this is a psychological barrier and that's essentially the the the, the context of of you know the mishnah of, of the mishneh Torah. and then the Mishnah goes on to say, If it's wider than twenty amot, if it's wider than ten amot, we have to sh- reduce it. What are we doing? We're probably reducing the we're reducing the doorway to this alleyway. tzurata petach." If it's got the shape of a doorway, and of course the one in the photograph has the shape of a doorway. If, if it's got the shape of a doorway, it actually it can be wider. It can actually be wider than Tenamot. And we don't, have to, we, we don't have to reduce down the width of the opening. But if it doesn't have the shape of a, of a doorway, and if there's no beam, if we're relying on the pole rather than the beam, then there isn't necessarily the, 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 there isn't necessarily a door shape anywhere at the entrance to this alley. So you might visualize this alley with a pole, but without the beam. The pole on the side is marking out the entrance to the alley rather than the beam marking it out. And in this case, we would need the entrance to the alley to be less than 10amott. Because we don't have the shape of a door, and we're relying on a pole. Now, you may well ask. Um, you, you may well ask, do we need a pole and a beam, or can we make do with a pole or a beam? So, are they both necessary? And that is a question which we'll discuss in the next Mishnah, which we'll look at tomorrow, the second Mishnah. But if we've got the concepts so far today, we've probably done enough for one day. We, we've we learned the, the house, the courtyard, these are private domains, the alley, the maboy, that is a private domain as well, and the street, which is public. And in order to distinguish between the alley and the street, we're going to use a pole, and a beam, a lechi and a qura. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.